It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal with John. All you people out there who are like, these idiots don't know anything. First of all, you're right. And second of all, Pat. I didn't think that the Vikings would get a W last week being 6-1, and one, which was also Josh Allen's coin flip record from the year 2021. And Rando. We have this trust built on, you know, whatever it is, like Bibles and gold bricks and whatever Brandon Bean's drinking over there. On Buffalo Rumbles. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. The Super Bowl is almost here. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. We are part of the Buffalo Rumblings Network of Podcasts. All right, how are we feeling? Super Bowl Sunday. I had a long discussion today about how I wish the Super Bowl was one week later. We talked about it again today. Uh, We talked about it on our show, but I talked about it again today. You know, looking forward to it. Commercials are getting better and better every year or worse. Depends on the company. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say Um, we had a valid question is why the Super Bowl isn't played on a Saturday night, but you know, NFL owns Sunday. I don't know. How are you guys feeling? I feel like Saturday night would be a lot better too. For those of you who have to go to work on Monday. And also I get kind of a double pass here because in central time, the game ends an hour earlier as well. So, uh, oh wow. That's so true though. It's only really the East coast that kind of gets stuck up to midnight. Yeah. I mean, but that's, you know, most of the population. (laughs) So now that's a good question. Trivia percentage of population that lives in the Eastern time zone relative to the rest of the time zones. Well, I mean, you got to think like New York city is the largest city in the United States. Yeah, then you got Chicago, you got LA. Yeah. LA. I mean, I'm trying to think what we have over, I mean, Atlanta's in the Eastern time zone, Miami. You also have Toronto, 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 Detroit. Yeah. Montreal. I guess we got a bunch of them. I have it. I have it broken down. It took me a second to find when he says a second, it's literally been 50 seconds. Like that's it. Yeah. That's all it took. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Edited out the pause. <laughs> yeah, Here we are five seconds into this episode and uh, Googling stuff. All right. So this is using 2014 census estimates because the post that I found on Quora is six years old. All right. So this is uh, assuming that population has grown in the same amount. Eastern Standard Time, 47% of the population. Central Standard Time, 29%. Mountain time is 6.7% and Pacific is 16%. Really? So even the central time zone is uh, beating out the Pacific time zone in California. I wouldn't have even thought that. What about mountain time? Mountain time is only 6.7%. There's uh, Those Midwesterns, you know. Yeehaw. Yeah. (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) So yeah, central time. Great for watching TV. Anyway, we... We got way too much to get to to be talking about time zones. That's my fault. Uh, we have some really fun props to talk about. Brando's bets is going to be an extensive segment. It's the you know best betting day of the year. Definitely the most bet day of the year, I would think. Yes. I don't know if that's a fact either. I mean, maybe somebody can it Google that. It absolutely is. There's okay. multiple documentaries about the amount of money that comes in on Super Bowl Sunday. I yes. even... I brought it to the Catholic school, ladies and gentlemen. No, not really. But um, we're doing game picks for... Every one of my students, we're doing a poster board. I've brought it to my health classes, brought it to my phys ed classes. They color a green helmet for Eagles, a red helmet for Chiefs. And I told them if they guess the exact score and the team, like the parlay, correct, they get a candy bar. Um, And it's funny. And again, let me tell you, they're like, bro, you know how hard it is to hit an exact score? (laughs) 
they're like some of them are four some of them are five some of them are six and some of them are like 10 so i've gotten like a 117 to two and i got like a what did i get today it was like 15 to 11 and then the kid was like oh you're gonna owe us all candy bars because we all worked together and we all wrote the same score down and it was like 15 to 11 and stranger like, things have happened i guess i was like well i don't want to burst your bubbles gentlemen but you know first graders could be sensitive to that but. well if you have some prolific kid who you think is actually gonna get it right let me know because uh <laughs> you can bet the average score on most betting apps and uh most scores are in the range of plus 15,000 to plus 60,000, anywhere in that range. It'd be wild. It's just, it's insane. I yeah. mean, mathematically, that seems like something like, yeah, I could probably guess the score like one out of five. No, you can't. No. Yeah, I promise you, you can't. So it's funny. We'll see. I got, I, there's probably like 150 and I put them all on a board. I'll send you a picture. You put it on Twitter or something. <laughs> Sounds good. But, Asking for their spread picks too, and uh, that'll get, you know, get just, complicated on that. That that is a sin. We're just coloring helmets at this point. There you go. Right, there but, you go. Well, <laughs> Super Bowl on Sunday is the eighth sacrament, so I don't think they could have it on a Saturday, really. <laughs> so I was reading, and we just talked about it. We we led it up to it. The Super Bowl is the biggest betting day of the year, but it's also the obscure. The obscurity happens, right? The bets on Gatorade, the bets on coin toss. So I got some interesting things here. First, I'm going to start with the time of the first score. What? what give me the time frame. How many minutes into the game? Time of the first score. 12. 12 so three minutes in, I guess. Okay. Maybe three, like 1230. I think the first touchdown will be scored. Three minutes. I'd, I'd probably go five and a half minutes. Okay. They that's have the line. The, that's probably the length of the average drive-ish. Maybe Six. a little bit longer than that. Five fifty is the uh, the odds Over marker under? where it starts to change. Oh, it's pretty close to that. Yeah. That's not bad. I haven't seen that. So, well, I mean, you could hit a ninety-nine yard bomb on the first drive and get Pats, where you could, you know, eight play sixty yards, five fifty. Hmm. I don't. I really. I don't know if I have an inkling on that. I well, might take the under. Yeah, I would take the under. I. But. I don't know. Uh, or. That's a good question. I mean, you're just talking a field goal. It doesn't have to be a touchdown, correct? Yeah. You could at first score. Oh, first, first score. score in general. Not, yeah. Yes. All right. It's going to happen in quicker yeah. than six minutes. Yeah. I think somebody walks down the field and gets stopped for a field goal as soon as the defense gets. Yeah. So I, I would take the under on that. Okay. Interesting. Are we keeping track? We don't have to keep track for these. Um, uh, that might be a lot to write down. That's a lot to write down. I was thinking about it too. Like, I'm looking over. I have a green crayon that I was just referencing. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to write these in green crayon. So not going to do we that. Are in, we are in great shape. Not another <laughs> Buffalo podcast where the writing utensil first available, available is a green crayon. Or an expo marker for my coaching board. Oh, there you go. But I have no whiteboard. So, um, Okay. Well, before we talk about the first score, I guess I should have led with this one. Four of the past five Super Bowl coin tosses have landed on heads, but that comes after a four-year run of tails dominating. But before that, heads had a five-year winning streak. Heads is nine and five since Super Bowl forty-three in two thousand and nine. So it is. Heads is minus 105, tails is minus 105. So interesting tidbit that I read here. Millions and millions of people play roulette in the casino, right? But roulette's not even, if you put the money on black or you put the money on red, it's not even a 50% risk. It's actually 47% because there's two green stripes that could negate any uh, color that's chosen. 
So this is obviously it's like a 50-50 bet. So you have better odds to do this than you do to put a, your number on a roulette table or put your money on a roulette table. So what do you got? You got heads or tails? Uh, what's the, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you keep going back, the further you go in history, the more, the closer that percentage gets to 50%. Yes. Because of the rule of big numbers, but. Minus 105 is pretty good. Usually the uh, the typical take of any sports book is minus 110 on either side. So if you, you know, take a coin flip, it'd be minus 110. So it's bet 110 to win 100. Whereas if it was actually fair and there was no take, it'd be bet 100 to win 100 there. But I don't know. I would do whatever option is further regressing to the mean over the longest period of time. Tails. If it loses today, it'll be five flips below 500 in 50, in the last 15 years. So I'm putting the money on tails for myself. Okay. In the 56 Super Bowls, tails owns a 29 to 27 advantage. I'm going heads. Interesting. Give me a further regression to the mean. Fair. All right. Now this is another one. Will the team win the coin toss and win the game? Now teams that win the coin toss... Their record, John, it's crazy. I thought of you when I read this. This is a John stat. Um, <laughs> the the team that wins the coin toss is 24 to 32 losses in Super Bowl histories. This includes an 0-8 mark in the last eight Super Bowls and a 3-9 and mark over the last 12. So that could be interesting. So the odds that I have here, the Chiefs to win the coin toss and win the game, plus 300. The Eagles, plus 250. No is minus 400 and... For the Chiefs and minus three thirty for the Eagles. Wow, honestly, with those boosted odds, I know you're they're on a streak like that. So basically, if you win the coin toss, you're more likely to lose the game. Yes, at that point. Yes. Interesting live bet option there too. I was gonna say, so you do that, and then as soon as the coin toss happens, you hedge it with the opposite. I might have to take some notes and put some <laughs> math on that because that's what I thought of like, you when I was reading about it. Like yeah, there's something here that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's the, it's the whole causation versus what is it? Correlation versus causation thing. Do you do you, are, if they're uncorrelated, then you got to pick the regress to the mean option. But I think that it, that is something where you could probably find some correlation because lately people have deferred. I don't know what. Do we have any stats on what people have done when they won the coin toss? Yeah, the team that wins the coin toss is 24 and 32 in Super Bowl history. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Not, not win or losses, like whether they defer or they take the ball. Oh, no, I didn't get that. I didn't get that deep. <laughs> I mean, if they all deferred, then yes, absolutely correlation. But I wonder, you know, if they if they don't, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't, I don't know what to uh, I don't know what to think about that one. If you have an inkling of who's going to win the game, it might be worth just taking that that plus three thirty. So if, if you're picking Philly, I think Philly is probably the better choice there. Um, just take Philly to win the coin toss and win at plus plus three thirty. Uh, plus three hundred. The Eagles are minus three thirty for the no. For the no. Okay. So this next one we talked about a, a little bit. And Pat, I want you to give me your take on this one first. Color of liquid poured on the winning coach. They don't even say Gatorade in the article. They just say liquid poured. So, you know, it could be ginger ale, you get brown, whatever. Orange, <laughs> plus 250. Yellow or green is plus 350. Clear slash water is plus 500. Blue, plus 500. Red or pink, plus 550. Purple, plus 900. No Gatorade bath poured at all during the game, plus 1600. Now, I'm going to get even deeper. 
here, ready, real quick. Since 2001, the color of the liquid poured on the winning coach has been orange five times, none five times, blue four times, clear four times, yellow three times, and purple once. But blue Gatorade has been poured in each of the past two years and three out of the last four. But orange leads the way with the odds because when Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes won it in 2020, it was orange. So what do you think? Well, I know Cole Dog's favorite Gatorade is blue Gatorade. Cole has a um, preference of Gatorade? He does. He, Interesting. He, he will drink. He, he does enjoy blue Gatorade. So... um just because my childhood dog will drink, well, he'll, he'll drink pretty much anything, but he does like blue Gatorade. So I got to go with, it seems to be the most popular. I don't know. What about you, Johnny? Can you read me those odds one more time? Just, just for orange, for no Gatorade and for blue. Orange plus 250, blue plus 500, no Gatorade plus 1600. So I would do like a decreasing unit thing here. We're out of those three options. I bet. Even probably the same amount on all of them, you know, like just say like $5 on each of those. Yeah. And then if any of them hit, you know, you're at least you're still up a couple bucks. Right. I mean, if, well, let's see. No. Cause if orange hit at plus 200, you'd only be up 10 bucks and then de- so you'd break even if orange hit, but if no Gatorade hit, if I had to pick one, I'd probably take the, I'd probably take the no Gatorade. No way. Or the, 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 the none. Well, I, I think Andy's on a health craze. I mean, he already probably has enough sodium in his life, so I can't really think that you know they might be drinking water. <laughs> what about yellow? Yellow? They just don't. They don't. They don't drink the yellow Gatorade. Yellow like they is used plus three fifty, and it's uh, comes in fifth place in the last since two thousand and one. So, I mean, if you're looking at EV here, I mean, no Gatorade. You said that that's happened five times. Yep, that's same that's as just, orange. Same frequency as orange, but yep. it's plus sixteen hundred instead yep. of plus two hundred. I mean, but the like, last time Andy Reid was there, it was orange, and I don't think the Chiefs would be the ones to jinx that. That's true, but are the Chiefs going to win? Dun, dun, dun. We don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to pick none on that one. But the Eagles could have green Gatorade. That's true. If, if I green. did have to pick a color, I would pick orange. If if there was no odds involved, I'll just pick orange. But plus sixteen hundred, I, I got to take no Gatorade. Fair. I'm taking orange. Yeah. All right. Next one. What will be mentioned first during the Super Bowl MVP speech? Teammates and the team at minus 120. City and fans is plus 325. God and religion comes in close at plus 370. Family, big jump in the odds here to the family. It goes to plus 690. Coaches is plus 1,200, and team owner is plus 2,500. Because <laughs> I could totally see Sean McDermott handing the trophy to Josh Allen, and he'd be like, first off, I'd like to thank the uh, the owners and the staff here for putting faith in me. Nah, I feel like Sean McDermott, like, auto, auto voicemail goes to glory be to God. And then after any win, <laughs> he does... Not that it's bad or good. I just, I, and Jalen Hurts has, I've seen Jalen Hurts start press conferences with glory to God. So I'm going to think, all right, well, that's, that might be an edge there. I like. I don't I think like Pat Mahomes is religious though. That's if we're banking that Jalen Hurts wins the Super Bowl MVP. Interesting. So who you got? Well, you're taking religion. 
Yeah, I, th- I think I'd, I'd take that. I'm, I'm taking uh, if Mahomes wins it, I'm taking family. If Hertz wins it, I'm taking religion. Here's OK. Side angle. You could get Travis Kels calling out the mayor of Cincinnati again. So uh, can I get like a, a plus 10,000 flyer on Jabroni? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right. Next one. Will a player propose after the game? Plus 400 or minus 650? Now, it might be unlikely, but think about Valentine's Day is right beforehand. So if that makes a difference. Well, I think that's also contingent on if the game is won, because I don't think anyone wants to get proposed to by a loser of the Super Bowl. Oh. That's automatic vibe killer. Yep. I like the uh, I like the negative six fifty on that one. Terrible, terrible, terrible odds. But I, I don't think you can prepare for that as a player. You know, right. like you know, you're worrying about the biggest game of your life, and then trying to make the other like mash together the other biggest part of your life. Like, yeah. no, nah, you're you're gonna be on vacation the next week in Cabo or something like that. Yeah. I think that's a better time to uh or the parade. True. Parade could True. be cool. True. Free money, negative six fifty. Not financial advice. <laughs> All right, we're going to go into a commercial prop here. Which chip company will air a commercial first, Doritos or Pringles? Doritos. Pringles is always a dark horse to have one of the better ads of the night, but everybody always remembers the Doritos commercials. I was thinking about the Doritos ad. Do you remember where they're in the delivery room and the baby won't come out and they like hold the the Doritos chip in, in between the mom's legs and then... They like cut away and you just see like a baby flying out. Like that was one of my all time favorite commercials in general. (laughs) (laughs) Doritos always has good ones. They do. I feel like it's been a few years since we've seen some Doritos commercials. Did they, did they have some last year? I don't remember. I I don't, I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. But yes, I'm sure Doritos is the one company that I remember more than any. Doritos and Budweiser, the two, right? They're the famous Super Bowl ads. Budweiser will give you the sad horse commercial. Every yep. time. All right, yep. we're going to get to beer in a second. So I got another snack one for you. Which snack company commercial will air first? M&M's or Doritos? And Doritos is plus 150 here. M&M's is minus 150. Well, M&M's did just rebrand. Yeah. That apparently was a big controversy for some people. I didn't know it until I got... I eat M&M's maybe weekly. Like I get peanut M&M's all the time. Um, and I read it on their cover. It was like a big deal. Yeah, on, on the pack I, of the I would. I, I got to go with M and M's there. I think they're they're bound to have some big ad. Like maybe they were drumming up this controversy on purpose. Who knows? Makes sense. All right, let's go to the beer commercial. Which beer brand commercial will air first? Budweiser or Heineken? Minus one fifteen each side. Give me give me Dark Horse Modelo. Oh, <laughs> interesting. That's funny because I feel like I've seen more Modelo commercials on football games than I have for Heineken, at least. I was going to say. <laughs> Interesting tidbit here. Heineken has uh, Daniel Craig in a commercial in 2021, and they also have a zero alcohol beer. Oh, that's what they've been advertising recently. Yeah. So they, they got James Bond. To sell N.A. beer, basically. Yes. That's the only guy that could make it cool. But everybody also loves the return of the Clydesdale of Budweiser. So that's what it says. That is like a 30-second commercial. Budweiser is bringing the Clydesdales back this year? They did it last year. Oh, they did it last year. Interesting. They have head-to-head props, but that brings in Pepsi. But anyways, give me your beer pick. I guess I'll go Heineken on that. I'm going Budweiser. Although, oh, the commercials earlier on in the game are more expensive, aren't they? Yeah. 
Right. I don't know. So I think maybe maybe I go with Budweiser. I think we see both, but I think you're right with Budweiser. Okay. I think they get a, they get that commercial out of the way in the first quarter. I think. Last one. I don't have odds for it, but I'm reading about it. Is what does Rihanna open with for the halftime show? She's got to do an old school. I would think Rude Boy. You think Rude good. Boy? Or actually, well, I I know Take a Bow will be played at some point in some sort of mashup. I think it's going to be Don't Stop the Music. Please don't stop the mute. Yeah. What about Chomp on the Replay? <laughs> I don't Let's know. just replay. But Umbrella. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She'd like literally have like a, she'd just be saying Ella, 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 A, 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 like an insane amount of times and then pass out. But no, I, I, I don't know. Oh my God. That is a good question. Does Eminem make an appearance and they do love the way you lie? I feel like that's like too much of a domestic violence song that like it's not cool in 2023. Oh, I didn't even think about that. The song is like all about domestic violence. Though, so I feel like kind of kind of not the best vibes for the Super Bowl. But I don't know. I, I got to listen and see which one of these songs has the most upbeat intro. I think it's please don't stop the music. If you're putting please. together like uh, like a, uh, you know, like a, a set where you're just it's a medley, right? We usually start it on a high note, slow it down in the middle, then hit the end with this is a, one a professional giving you his Hardly. opinion on music Hardly. a sound engineer a mu- uh, audio engineer is giving you the breakdown of a medley because i do feel like please don't stop the music is on like already on like the gary glitter no 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 hey, like whatever stadium compilation like you do hear it like at games and you're at halftime you're trying to bring the party up right but i think it might be replay interesting I like that. Replay. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, also, We Found Love in Hopeless Place. That's got that little synth intro. Maybe you have this big, loud noise, and all of a sudden you get that little synth popping out of nowhere, and that's when she starts the set. What Do you have any odds for uh, We Found Love? I don't have odds for any of them. I just They just proposed that as a question. They'll probably have odds um, at some point, but... All right, got odds. Yeah. Diamonds plus two twenty. Don't stop the music plus two forty five. Okay. We found love plus three fifty. That's where my money's at. Lift me up plus four thirty. Believe it plus four fifty five. Where have you been plus five oh five. Umbrella plus six forty five. Work plus eight hundred. Hate that I love you plus a thousand. Cheers. Drink to that plus a thousand. Live your life plus fourteen hundred. Hey. And uh, coming in with the long shot at plus fifteen hundred is better have my money. Oh. Well, I think Kendrick would be that. I could see Kendrick making another appearance at the Super Bowl. True, true. I can't probably, believe I can't not, believe probably not the first song, right? So maybe maybe that song's included if Kendrick shows up. But I wouldn't be not surprised if song. her and Jay Z did Umbrella, though. I think that, that that could be quite tasteful. I think Diamond. I think Diamond might be the first song. That's true. It'd probably be like acapella. Okay, shine bright like a shine bright like a. You know what I mean? They keep like. I forgot that's the song. Yeah, that could. That's a good one. That's a good one that could come out. Yep. All right, I got a couple more for you on the music side. Okay. The like national this. anthem, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this is what we won big on. Well, Brandon won big on last year. And the national anthem prop will come back right after this. Break. Wait, who is, who is singing the national anthem? Hey, it's Kaylee. 
Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time to see what prop will be boosted. We were just talking about tonight's Happy Hour prop. I know you won't be able to see it, but it's Pacheco and Sanders over 10 yards in the first quarter. We were debating on that. Take a look at these every single day. It's a fun evening thing to do. Check it out at DraftKings Sportsbook. So download the app right now and use code NABP, standing for Not Another Buffalo Podcast. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code NABP. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, National Anthem Mods. Here we go. The most traditional prop about this game. The over-under is at 127 seconds this year. The over is heavily favored at minus 160, which is an implied 61.5% chance, while the under is plus 120. Now, Chris Stapleton, country singer, not that twangy of a voice, right? What do you think? I would say medium amount of twang. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Has he ever sung it before? I'm sure he sang it at some like minor league baseball game or something or some CMA awards or some Zach Brown band freaking medley. I think he would sing it slightly faster than most people would. But doesn't he kind of have like a slow pace, slow cadence to... He does. He does. But he seems like he he's definitely not somebody who's going to, for lack of a better term, an Ariana Grande or a Christina or oh, yeah, Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera, where she's going to do all the fancies. <laughs> yeah, she's not going to spend five seconds on one note. OK, you know? question for you, John. Mm-hmm. Now that you just kind of segue that into it to take things a step further, the length of singing the word brave. The initial over-under is being set at five seconds with the over as the heavy favorite at minus 200 and the under is plus 150. I got to go under. He's got a tough tough thing to measure too because usually what you do is, you know, when you're hearing, you know, the, the even the mix engineer, right? So as soon as they sing Brave, everyone starts cheering and getting louder. And oftentimes you're pushing up the crowd and pulling down Chris at that point so you can't really hear a definitive end of that so uh, I don't know if you can't hear it is it a push you know is there somebody on site standing next to Chris somebody's got a stopwatch (laughs) I don't know he can hold a note so I I might go over on five seconds I'm trying to hear it in my head I'm gonna go the free and the home of the brave 
Is it five Mississippi? Is it five one thousand? That's what I was trying to do. Like is it a refs five where it's like a full arm out and a full arm back, a full arm out and a full arm back? I don't know. We might need to get some footage on Chris. I, wish- I feel like you're so zooted that you're performing at the Super Bowl. Like you're literally just going to like that's your broad. No- that's the Broadway note of your entire life. Like, right. That man might hold the note for 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking about country singers, you just said Zach Brown band. I saw Zach Brown band sing the national anthem in Wait, where in Detroit at the winter classic in 2013, 2014, when they played the Maple Leafs at the big house, they sang, they did the national anthem and then did a halftime show. And I thought they went fast. So I'm not going to make any crazy bets on this, but I'm going to bet the under on the amount of time. But like you said, the over on the five seconds for the word brave, because that's his hallmark moment. Interesting. Are we parlaying these things? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you could. Yeah, that's hilarious. I, I think those are good picks. I think the under on, on the overall. So I don't know, they took the over last year and took the under this year. Will yes. you go 2-0 and on national anthems? And if you'd go 2-0, will this become your full-time job where you're betting a year's salary on the national anthem over under each year and doubling your net worth? Oh, that would just be delightful, I think. So I'm winning like $17 per per bet. Literally the most stressful day of your life every year. <laughs> we're going to find Chris Stapleton and we are going to give him like we're going to give him something to yell about. We're going to stall traffic so he's yelling at some cars. We are going to mess up his fast food order so he, he has to yell at the waiter. <laughs> we're making him lose his voice. Throughout the month of January, so when he gets to the Super Bowl to try to sing, he's going to be raspy and go under. True. Not that I would ever do that, but you know, I've been watching <laughs> a lot of Peaky Blinders, and that's something that those guys would do. Give him a Takis before he gets up. There. <laughs> Give him Takis before. That's funny. <laughs> All right, so we got a lot more to get to in a short amount of time. So we got game picks to do really quick. Why don't we go ahead and fit this in, and then we'll talk about some of our other props. Actual Brando's bets, you know, because Brando, I'm sure, has some actual bets to share. And I've got a parlay, too, that I want to share that I built on DraftKings. So let's do some game picks real quick. I'll roll the theme and we'll get into it. Time for the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. So Philly is technically the home team for this one. They're favored by one and a half points. So how we how we feeling about this spread? Just hit me quick with your your spread pick, your game pick. Also, sorry, before you do that, I'll recap our records because you two are tied. Woo! So really? last week, Pat went 4-0, perfect 4-0, picking Philly on the money line, pit Philly on the spread, Kansas City on the money line, and Kansas City plus one, where Brandon and I faltered picking Cincinnati and Cincinnati minus one. So Pat went 4-0, we went 2-2, two two, bringing our overall records to you guys both are tied at 68 and 57, and I am two games ahead of that at 70 and 55. 70. It is possible that this could end in a tie. Yes. But we'll see. So we got two picks to make, money line and spread. So uh, Brando, what are you thinking? Chiefs, Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs. Yep. Eagles have not played well against good offenses. I think back to the Lions game. Uh, I think back oh, week to, one. I think week one. Back. They almost lost that game. I think to the Cowboys game. Cowboys put up forty on the Eagles. I want to say there's a few other teams. Any top five? The Vikings offense? almost beat them. 
Yes, Vikings almost beat them. I read a stat. It was like the, the Eagles defense against top five offenses has been bad, but they're also, I think, the only team to go to the Super Bowl with a top three offense and a top three defense in a long time. Um, number one, number three, or, you know, top three units on both sides of the ball. But if uh, if the Eagles get up early, I think it'll be enough. Like Mahomes will switch it up and uh, I'm not going to bet against him. Even if he's yeah. hobbled. Pat, what do you think? Well, my boy, Jerome, I, I work at a community college. Um, I have this guy that comes and visits me. He's an older man, retiree. Comes in, he's taking some community class, classes just for the heck of it. He, he told me, he said, if the Chiefs win, you really think it's just going to be way one point. So two point hook. Give me the Chiefs. Unfortunately, I would love to see the Eagles win, but also I want to see Eagles fans eat it. So, AKA, who who's the closest Eagles fan in your life? I live with one. I know. You're just making them eat him. But also, we do have a deal where if the Eagles do win, I am going to buy us LI Express, um, Devontae Smith, and AJ Brown jerseys. Cool. So cool. That would still be a cool Batman Robin type deal. I like it. Wear around either way. He's a good Robin, whoever's wearing Devontae Smith. Yeah. I'm going to wear it because the number six is more slimming. But <laughs> <laughs> nice. What about you, Johnny? So I am taking Kansas City plus 1.5 like you guys are, but I'm going to take Philly on the money line here. So my chances of going 2-0 and are pretty slim, but I like protecting against this because... Now, what are the records uh, at, though? Our records? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, bud. Oh, you're good. I just read them 30 seconds ago. Did you? Basically, all you need to know is I'm up I'm up two games. So you can and risk you, it a and you bit. And you and Brandon are tied. Okay, because you said that, but I didn't hear the overall... Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I really do like if I had to pick uh like straight up, I just feel like Philly's gonna win this game, number you know, top three offense, top three defense. Um, but Mahomes has been there before. And uh, you know, that's a that offense is a hard thing to stop. So I don't know if it's gonna look more like Kansas City playing San Francisco in the Super Bowl or if it's gonna look like Kansas City playing Tampa. So I'm thinking more like Tampa, but who knows? That was the more recent one. So all right, those are our game picks. Uh, let's get back into some more bet stuff. And uh, I guess we'll make this the official Brando's Bets segment. So I'll, cool. I'll, I'll roll the theme song here. Time for Brando's Bets. All right. It's the last one of the year. If anybody's actually listening all year long and you want to listen back and give us our records that would be cool um john i don't want you to give it to me right now if you have it written down but i actually don't but it was somewhere a little bit under 500 i want to say when i stopped it was like six and six last time i remember yeah which is not as good as last year last year you had a winning record by a good margin yeah yeah but not anymore but anyway so i'm looking at the eagles here you just talked about them we talked about their course of action to win this game top three offense top three defense they've been doing it running the ball we said sanders had 100 or sanders had 90 yards in a game 33 yards in a game what do you say 42 yards in a game mm-hmm. i'm going chiefs total points over 14 and a half i like that and then uh the rushing props i'm looking at miles sanders if you go over 54.5, you get minus 190. 
And then if you go to receiving props, you can take Travis Kelsey at five plus receptions. The bet comes out to be Chiefs over 14 and a half. Miles Sanders over 54. And Travis Kelsey at five receptions and it's plus 105. So that's my Brando's bet of the week. A small three-leg parlay. I like all three of those individuals as well, but they don't have the best odds. Sanders over 54 and a half comes in at minus 180. So that's the, the best one out of those three. But I would look, you know, Eagles are going to have to run the ball if they're going to win the game, I think. Jalen Hurts still not 100% slow down the Chiefs offense on the field. But you could also look at A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. These two teams are exciting to bet on. So I know there's a lot of props that you could look at, which is why... John's 10 leg parlays tease text message that he sent at 7:45 today was interesting. Cause I was like, I wonder how many, yeah, cause you could combine so many different things in this game. Yep. Yep. I spent, I spent probably an hour putting this one together. This research. The most, most research I've put into one of these, like I said, I have one, one of these, Oh, actually I've hit two of these this year. One of them paid out basically what I usually make in a month. So they are <laughs> some, some nice odds. <laughs> But uh, yeah, th- this is a lottery again. This is a lotto pick. So bet within your means because it probably will lose. There's a chance that it'll win, but it probably will lose. That's the thing with lottos. It's like buying a lottery ticket, except uh, I will tell you your odds of this bet hitting are exponentially higher than you winning the lottery. Just so you know, <laughs> which um, is why sports gambling is fun. Right, right. It makes you feel like you're you're in control of your own destiny, even yes. if you might not be. Anyway, before we get to that, I just have a quick two-leg parlay that I really like. Boston Scott is the third Philadelphia Eagles running back. They've been doing a little bit of a committee thing. And during the playoffs, they have taken a load off of Miles Sanders. And both Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott have been getting more attempts than they have any time in the regular season. And so Boston Scott has also scored a TD in three straight. He's been kind of the de facto goal line running back. You know, whether they're doing that on purpose or at the end of long drives, they're giving their first two running backs a break. And he's the guy who's in there when they just, you know, run it up the gut from the seven yard line or something like that. But a Boston Scott anytime TD is plus 550 in the DraftKings same game parlay. And Boston Scott nine plus alternate rushing yards is like, I want to say it was like negative 150 or something like that. So parlay those two together and it's plus 700 just for Boston Scott, anytime TD, Boston Scott, nine plus alternate rushing yards. I like so, that. That's not bad. I really like that for plus 700. That, that feels worth it for those odds. You know, still more likely not to happen, but that has hit in the last three games and all the playoff games. So, and John, if you wanted to go, uh, if you wanted to go with the running back by a committee approach that we just talked about, you could get Kenneth Gainwell over 14 and a half, Miles Sanders over 44 and a half, and Boston Scott at over nine, and it pays out plus 160. But if you use the profit boost, I can I can boost it up to about plus 192, it says. 20% boost. Yep. And that profit boost is what we're using for the 10 leg parlay here. So it's a scale thing where the more legs you add, the bigger boost you get. And so in order to get a hundred percent boost, which doubles your odds effectively, then you need to add 10 legs that are longer than minus 500. So you can't just add a bunch of stuff. That's like negative 6,000. That's my problem. I always do that. I'm like, why is it working? 
Yeah. Yep. So got got to got to read the fine print and stay over negative 500, which I did for this. Some of these are very close to negative 500 and are just based solely on that. Um, but we'll get to those at the end. All right, here it is. First leg, Jalen Hurts anytime TD starting out hot. This is plus 100 despite him having at least one touchdown in five of the last six games. He had two, I think, in two of those as well. So I'm looking for him. If they get down on the goal line inside the two-yard line, best QB sneak in the game this year. I think Nick Sirianni just calls that twice. Yeah, no, even even including Tom Brady this year. Like, they have No, I was... Oh, sorry. Come on. Other than Josh? (laughs) The thick boy, yes. Yeah, so I, I like him anytime touchdown. Um, Travis Kels over 64 and a half reception yards. This is at 10 out of the last 14 games. So last Super Bowl, Tampa Bay, right? We all remember that as like Tampa Bay defense had their way with the Kansas City offense, right? Patrick Mahomes didn't get a lot of yards. I remember his foot running around out of his foot. Yeah. Similar issue this year, right? Yeah. Travis Kels in that Super Bowl had 15 targets and 10 receptions for 133 yards. So I think they'll get him involved early and often. Um, again, hit 10 out of the last 14. So Travis Kels over 64 and a half reception yards. He he should probably get closer to 100. Um, his over-under is set much higher than that. That is an alt, uh, alt line right there. Next leg, Kenneth Gainwell, seven plus reception yards. This is hit in the last six straight games. And that stretch includes yardage totals, reception totals of 41, 17, and 26 yards out of, in half of those. So Obviously, potential for a much higher line with that, and uh, that's a pretty low baseline. Next one. I debated putting this one in because this guy burned me last game. Noah Gray, after being (laughs) like the one dependable... Noah Gray was included in the parlay that I did hit, which was Chiefs versus Texans earlier this year. That was the big hit. I have Noah Gray, nine-plus reception yards. He's the backup tight end to Travis Kels. Um, he has hit that line in 14 out of the last 16 games. Okay. So I feel pretty good about that, even though he missed it last game. Next leg, Dallas Goddard, over 35 and a half reception yards. Hit it 10 out of 14 this season and uh, potential for much higher. He usually, when he clears that, he gets a lot more. Uh, Devontae Smith, over 49 and a half reception yards. This is at nine out of the last 10 games and the potential for much higher, of course. I think the only game that it didn't hit was the last one. Kenneth Gainwell over 19 and a half rushing yards. Last three, he's put up 35, 112, and 48. So I'm feeling pretty good about over 19 and a half. In the last three games, he's gone five attempts, 12 attempts, and 14 attempts. So his usage is definitely trending upward. Even if he gets five attempts, I feel good about 19 and a half rushing yards. Um, next leg, we already talked about this. Uh, Boston Scott, nine plus rushing yards. This hit in all three playoff games with totals of 54, 32, and 21. He's getting red zone reps and also scored a TD in three straight. That's why we put that. But we didn't want to put the Boston Scott in this parlay because we want things that are much closer to certainty than than long shots. And last two legs, Chiefs over 16.5 points, Eagles over 17.5 points, and that comes out to plus 2,800. And when you use the DraftKings same game parlay boost, that goes up to plus fifty seven hundred, and that's ten dollars to win five seventy. Nice. What did you bet on it? I put ten dollars on it because DraftKings capped me at ten dollars. Oh my boo. limit used my limit used to be fifty, but um, after you I hit that one. big after I hit that big one, they limit me to ten now. So. Dang, that sucks. 
It feels pretty cool though. Like that's like an accomplishment. You beat the books. <laughs> you get to <laughs> say that on your tax returns this year. Yes. Oh yeah. Whereas I'm I get to mark it as a loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I donated money. There you go. To where? FanDuel. <laughs> DraftKings. I think they're a 5013C tax deductible. <laughs> <laughs> Financial advice. Nah. Tax nah. advice. <laughs> But I'll also post that that slip on our Twitter page, and so you don't have to write all those things down while listening to the podcast, you know, because that'd be that'd be annoying. I wouldn't do that myself. So that's how. I, well, yeah. If you weren't gonna text it to me, I'd probably have to listen back and be like, okay, do this piece by piece. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. But I I'll text you this. You, can you screenshot it? Yeah, yeah. There's even a little share bet tool that you used with me. I think that was a different app, yes, but different. it might work. It might just enter all the selections in for you automatically. So I'll try that too. It's beautiful. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, hope you guys have fun watching the Super Bowl and uh, don't be too sad that the bills aren't there. Just uh, keep living in denial like the rest of us. But, There's uh, always next year. Yep. All right. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at not, at not buff podcast. And, uh, I'm not sure if we're going to be back next week or not. Um, we might do one episode after the Super Bowl, but probably only if the Super Bowl is a really good game that has lots to talk about. If it sucks, then we'll, we're probably going to be on vacay. Ooh, you know, just question. taking some. Uh, yep, go ahead. Sorry, totally random. This is my ADHD brain. Who's the player on the calendar this month? Yeah, who's oh, on the Stephon calendar? Gilmore is Steph February. Gilmore. Oh, okay. Yeah, turned that page and I was like, oh, okay, uh, it's going to be one of those February. months. At good least, thing at it's least the it's shortest only month. Yeah, I was going to say only twenty eight <laughs> days. <laughs> That's hilarious. All, All right. right. Have fun watching the Super Bowl, guys, and uh, we'll see you next time. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Now you lost, lost in the heat of it all. Girl, now you lost, lost in the chill of it all. Miami, Amsterdam, Tokyo's pain. I'll send you